I think often about our Unitarian Universalist history, which shouldn't be a surprising thing to hear spoken from your minister. (laughs) But I indeed do think about it. I think of it when Unitarian Universalism is at its best, when it's at its worst. I think of our history whenever I hear your faith stories, how you arrived at such a community as this. I think of it when those amongst us say yes to ordained ministry, to serve as lay leaders, or to simply serve regardless of the title. We have a wonderful history, full of impossible figures, improbable stories, moments that will at once break your heart and sustain you. And it is a deep history, deep to the very bones of who we are, when we kindle the flame of our chalice each week, gather together, sing our songs, and try to live out our principles. As a faith comprised mostly of those who have joined us after leaving another tradition, we do need reminders often of the great stories that speak to us in the here and the now, the stories that can break open our hearts in this moment and move us to greater compassion greater awareness, intent, and hopefulness. I think specifically of the martyrs and rebels of our past, the ancient ones who dared to be heretics, the early Unitarians who defied the councils of Rome and said without hesitation, God is one and humanity has an unending capacity for goodness. And I think of the early Universalists who dared to say God's love is far greater than any fire of hell that we could muster in our thoughts and imaginations, that all are saved, no matter what. And I think of our modern martyrs, the Reverend James Reed and Viola Liuzzo, lives taken from us too soon during the civil rights movement by white nationalists. I think of the lives lost in Knoxville, Tennessee in 2008 against the forces of hatred. I think of all of them throughout history who have lived and loved and died, the flames we kindle in our free faith speak their names as well as ours every single week. But so much more than just biographies and obituaries of the luminaries of the past, there are little pieces of who we are, how we gather, how we speak, how we think and move about the world that speak to the indelible qualities of what it means to be a Unitarian Universalist in 2019. Now, I've heard it often said that Unitarian Universalists are lacking in ritual. And I find that to be a bizarre statement. Sure, you will not see a formal procession on most Sundays. No thurfer swinging the incense although I wish we could make that happen. (laughs) Oh, how I wish. Oh, yes. There's no Holy Eucharist with the grandeur Anglicanism has to offer. If anything is true, American Unitarian Universalism still holds on to a shred of our Puritan past. We keep it simple. There is a beauty in simple ritual. There's a profound recognition that to be human is to make rituals out of the ordinary and the everyday. 
We light a chalice each week, a flame in a cup. It's a simple flame, not a roaring fire. But among the meanings we are all encouraged to find through our own exploration, this gentle symbol of ours is a flame that endures. Throughout history, the principles we uphold have been squashed out by this tyrant or that regime, be it the Inquisition or the Third Reich. Many have tried. But still the flame returns. Still communities like ours come into existence. Still we are reminded that the freedom of conscience we value, liberty and dignity, cannot be taken from the human spirit. There's another simple ritual that many of us don't see often, but when a minister is ordained. Many of you partook of it when I was ordained here several years ago. And it's not a ritual that's unique to us. The gathered clergy and congregation lay on their hands on the soon-to-be-ordained. And there, right there, is when the person becomes a minister. We make that happen, and you make that happen. And we can rest assured that we are partaking of a ritual that connects our hands, not with the hands of the apostles, as some traditions believe in that ritual, but with the hands of every religious heretic and rebel throughout history. Everyone who has dared to believe differently and said, this is what I believe, here I stand. The examples could go on and on, but why do we even bring them up? Today is one such simple ritual. A ritual Unitarian Universalists celebrate every single year. And a continued reminder that the principles of this tradition have something to tell us in this moment, right here right now. Many of you have heard this story. In 1980, after several years of disappointment, anguish, fighting with religious red tape and bureaucracy, the Women in Religion Convocation was held in East Lansing, Michigan. Unitarian Universalists have long ordained women and supported the rights of women. And this includes Olympia Brown, the first woman ordained with full denominational recognition in this country. Augusta Chapin, the first woman given a doctorate from a divinity school. Clara Barton, the founder of the American Red Cross. And we've barely scratched the surface of the great women who have been in our tradition. But supporting doesn't always mean affirming. And our affirming of women in our faith has had its challenges, even as recent as the 1980s. That convocation of women in East Lansing, Michigan, were there to begin a conversation that would change Unitarian Universalism forever. Eight women were present at that convocation. And they gathered in a semicircle around an earthenware bowl, and they had each been asked to bring just a sample of water from their homes. Some of the water was from rivers, some from the faucet at home, from somewhere else they held dear. Some of them surely forgot and grabbed water from their hotel rooms. It did not matter. <laughs> As they poured out the water they shared, and they began to speak, telling deep, moving stories, not of vacations, but deep, moving stories of their experiences and trials as women in Unitarian Universalism. 
They shared their struggles, their disappointments, their hopes. They poured out their love and lament for this tradition. And after each had poured, they each took a sample home with them, the combined stories, the combined hopes of those women. And so it is today. We celebrate this ritual given to us from women who loved their faith, but were hoping to transform it. And that's the essential point right there. Eight women transformed Unitarian Universalism forever. There are more than eight of us in this room today. We do not tell these stories of who we are because we want to be frozen in fear by the past. We tell these stories because they connect us to those who boldly chose this path, but also because they can speak to us right now in the only moment we have right here. They remind us that we have hopes and fears and disappointments too, but yes, we have triumphs to pour out into this community every single day. As the poet Sam Hamill reminds us, the heart pours out in waves. What will our hearts pour out today? Blessed be. Amen.